You're listening to a very moody sports show brought to you by Moody and Sons Electrical. Call for any electrical needs at 478 4328, area code 864. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram at Moody Sports Page, and follow and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Moody Sports Page on YouTube. Thanks for the support. Are we live? Yeah, we're live. Have uh, you ever, did you ever play the NASCAR games? Uh, Yes, yes. Uh, had one for I think it was a PS2 one, maybe or maybe a GameCube. But I never actually like participated in the race when I started it. I just immediately turn around and go backwards. I understand. Don't know what's on the track. I understand. I mean, we all we all we're children. We all we all learn to like that game because you can do that. I mean, you, the the attention span of kids is you know the NASCAR games it's a racing <laughs> it was, simulator. It was it's 120 not, laps, and I was like, dude, I did. I don't think I ever. The thing is, race. the thing is, it's not Need for Speed. It's not Midnight Club. There's not a bunch of flashing lights and traffic and subways and you're street racing through town and doing drifts. You're out there stock car racing. We're talking going three wide around turn two. You know, bump draft and trading paint. You know, streamlining. <laughs> Getting that clean air. That's what we're talking. No restrictor plate racing is what we're talking about here. Bumping walls, yeah. hitting pits. Well, but anyways, hitting the pits was a lot of fun though. I did do that too. D- just but the thing funny. is, you could, <laughs> as a young kid, the game's hard because you don't. You're just out here, you know. I'm That's driving hard. a car in circles. This yep. is great, and we're going fast. And then the wrecks were cool and going backwards. Always great. They would give you the slow motion like collision cam. In the earlier games, it was just you know the highest level of stock car racing, which would be like either Nextel or Sprint Cup series. Um, I don't even know if it's Sprint Cup series still, dude. It might it's not, not be. It's definitely not Sprint Cup anymore. Um, or maybe it is. I know. They're, I don't watch NASCAR in you. Dude, I, I don't want to show my ignorance, but I'm here to talk about video games. But um, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the early ones, it was just the highest division. Cool. Had a good time. Awesome. There was a cheat code you could put in. You can get uh, the UPS truck. Because you had Dale Jarrett in the 88 UPS uh, Dodge. He used to drive, and then it was a brown car, UPS. You could put in a cheat code, and he would get the UPS box truck, and you, it would go like 200 miles an hour. It was pretty That's great. hilarious. But then around like 2006, dude, they took a big turn in the games. And uh, you know how like there's racing teams, right? So there's like four drivers per team, like Hendricks Racing, probably the premier. It had like Jeff Gordon was teammates with like Jimmy Johnson. Pretty sure Dale Jarrett stuck his way in there. Maybe Mark Martin. I mean, Dale Jr. was in there at one point. Hendrick Grayson's had everybody. So, uh, you know, you know, Ray, Ray, Ray fans know what I'm talking about here. But anyways, in the game, you could like do commands to your teammate. Like, oh yeah, yeah. You could like, like get on the radio and be like, Jimmy, get up here. We got him. We got we got to shake and bake around this guy up here because <laughs> yeah, the draft yeah. helps you go faster. So, I mean. The game's got pretty in depth. You could work your way up from like wheeling the like go kart dirt track series to the uh, the uh, Craftsman Truck series. And oh then, my god, uh, I did enjoy getting the truck series. The Craftsman Truck series, and then it's you so get fun. to the Nationwide series, which is basically just a little bit toned down uh, Sprint Cup series, and then you get a uh, you know formerly I, the Winston Cup. I oh. so yeah, we did. I we had that. I definitely played the Need for Speed Most Wanted and stuff like that. Oh yeah, those the were Need great. Need for Speed games were absolutely classic. Did a lot of uh, of Forza as well, you know. Uh, just so here's the thing: I, you, I, got the the new, I got the new track. I got the new Gran Turismo. And Gran Turismo is a lot. Of so it's great. That's pretty much Burnout. Forza. 
I mean, but those are not even the same as the but, last two no, games. No, but, no, no. Well, Gran Turismo. I'm trying to say like Forza and Gran Turismo. Those were yeah. cool, just a little too realistic for me. Like even more so than the like NASCAR. Like oh, I mean, I tough. love the realism, but I also love a little. Let me head over to the the custom shop and make my car crazy and peel yeah. out into the street is what I want to do. Yeah, but I uh, feel you. that was it, man. I like I love some Need for Speed. Midnight Club was honestly a Midnight great, Club, a great one. Yeah, burnouts edition. were. I enjoyed the burnout. Burnout game. Revenge, dude. The yeah. Rex, that was awesome. That was just that was it. Burnout Revenge is like the perfect game for me because they were like, yeah, there's races, but also it's really built more. No, for you, just you like set car. up a cinematic crash. Yeah, they were like, here's like make as much damage to society as possible. I was like, yes, perfect. And then Let's do go. it again. And then do it again because you got to do it better. <laughs> so, yes, I loved those. I loved all the driving games. Very classic. Actually, I just saw, random, Um, I pulled up the PlayStation. They were the free games of the month for PS Network. One of them was Hot Wheels Unleashed. I was like, mm, mm. I may end up downloading that. Mm. Possibly. We'll see how it looks. I don't know. Mm. Um, but, Zach, how are you going? Welcome to Very Moody Sports Show. I'm Daniel Moody. Zach Whittingham, uh, Sunday morning recording. It's uh was a little hard to get together this week. Like a little pre fantasy recording. Pre fantasy recording. I already checked the lineups. We're set. We're we're gonna to go, go live while we're recording. Um. Oh yeah, that's true. It is about to be started up here soon. Um. But yeah, it's been uh, we've been two weeks. About two weeks of uh college football that we have uh, we can talk about here. The Braves made the postseason are out of the postseason now. We'll talk about that. Um, Greenville Triumph are in the postseason in a beautiful spot. Good good finish to the season for the Triumph uh, the past two weeks. So we'll get into all that. But uh, Zach, doing well? Yeah, I'm pretty good. I started jogging this week. So that's oh. a that's a pre-progress uh, on the knee there. Might be hitting the old disc golf course at some point on the, the off knee, days. The knee's feeling good? Um, Yeah. Pretty good. I mean, I it's probably more of me trusting it at this point, but just you know, we're doing good. All signs go ahead. Probably not gonna, you know, go out there run any routes this weekend. I but I might. Uh, I'm probably not. I might, to might go for some jogs and some light turns. How about that? That sounds good. How about um, that? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. That's very good. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely uh, try to get on the disc golf course. But I'm excited you're getting out there. The mm-hmm. knee's feeling good. Um. So where you want to start, Zach? Where we want to start? Do you want to start at a sad point? We want to just get the Braves What's out of the, the sad? way. I mean, dude, it, it's really not that sad. Here's the thing: you want to you want a World Series last year. You won a World Series last year. You won all the '90s and you won all the division titles. You won one World Series. We're good, dude. The horses, the, hor- the, the horses, all you know, off the back or whatever. Yeah, you know, we're we're good there. But we were definitely there were definitely definitely, a lot of definitely underwhelming appearances in the playoff. De- they were that. there were a lot of people expecting the Braves to be back to back champions, you know. And I was but I thought they, I thought they were I thought good. they were a surprise champion. I thought they were the team that came out of nowhere. I mean, they were good after the All Star break last year. They went on a crazy run. But I was like, we were a bad team before the All Star break last year. And then you lost Acuna last year. But then this year, I mean, I guess we just are resting on the fact that we won the title, and that's why everybody expects. He also lost Frey Freeman. I mean, Matt Olsen's good. He put out 30-bomb year. I mean, Matt Olsen's a pretty dang good replacement. But, but Matt Olsen didn't have the best series against I mean, the Philly pitching, either. we just gave up, like, too many yeah. runs, and then you're digging yourself out of a hole. Like, we rallied a couple times, but when you're down 7-1 to one in the ninth, or if you're down 
eight to two, two. it's hard to yeah. it's hard to rally all the way back, especially when you have the pressure of going home. But you know, uh, as a Braves fan, times are good. We're like contending not, every year. Yeah, I'm not very disappointed. I'm definitely disappointed with the fact that we weren't able to get through the, at least that. First I mean, I'm glad the, the Dodgers lost, but the yeah, the, very glad the Dodgers lost. The Padres versus the, the Phillies uh, the is going to be the. Though. I really hate the Phillies. And that was my big thing. I didn't want to lose the Phillies, Dude. but there's Freak a lot. The Phillies. That, I'm with you. Freak the Phillies. Fudge Freak the Phillies. The Phillies. The Sixers. Maybe not the Eagles. We'll get there. Anyways. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I don't it, really. The, the Panthers yeah. are literally the worst team in the league. But. Uh, McCaffrey. But yeah, on the with, block. The, with the Phillies losing to them, they definitely could be considered sort of like the Braves were last year. A bit of a surprise team. Had a good back half of the season. Found their way into the wild card. And then they've played well through it. Um,. This is actually sort of one note is that fact that Bryce Harper with the Phillies is now having some postseason Dude, that's success. the worst. That's one of the first th- times the you worst. see that. A lot of people aren't happy about that. There's people who are happy. Baseball fans, I'd say, like, you know, the, the big baseball people are happy about no, that. But like, I mean, big baseball. I mean, mega, big baseball. Me- <laughs> mega douches nationwide are happy. <laughs> Dude, why do you not like the Phillies? Because I know I, I was talking to another Braves fan. And I was telling them why I hate the Phillies, and they just like didn't understand. And I was, uh, I told them why. I said, "Do you not remember, like, just like Ryan Howard and Chase Utley just kicking our butts every year?" And then, uh, I don't know how long you've been watching baseball. I mean, this was like mid two thousand, but Ryan Howard had like a fifty eight home run year. We're talking about Judge sitting here with sixty one or sixty two, whatever. Yeah, whatever. It was. You play, you play in a, a kids park, a softball <laughs> field, but uh. <laughs> But but um, Ryan Howard, man, crazy, and then um, Chase Utley did it all. Chase Utley, the former, the well, he ended up on the Yankees. So mine I think. is more just a. I don't like the fans. I don't like Philly fans. I don't like Sixer fans. Sixer fans talk so much trash. When's the last time y'all won anything? When's the last time you had any relevancy? Come on. The Phillies, you talk so much trash. You're out here doing the tomahawk chop. And in, at home after game three, and you know, I'm just like, that's sort of, I don't like you. Y'all are not, when's the last time did y'all do anything of relevance? Okay. So that's where I come from. I don't care about the Phillies. It's the fans. I don't like the fans. Bryce Harper definitely makes it worse, though. I don't see the Bryce Harper hate. I'm not exactly there. But at the same time, I'm very indifferent. Like, Bryce Harper is just like most other baseball stars that's a clown question they, they call them stars but at the same time if they walked in the door of your home right now could you be like oh that's bryce harper i think he's one of those guys he may that... be one of those guys but like there's bryce harper is what them. they want they want bryce harper to be as good as trout because and, no, and the only reason it's bryce harper you would know him it's not because he's baseball you'd be like that's got the guy from the espn nude magazine or whatever when they did the you know the body cover that's not and where i know that, him from that, that well that's where most people are know from i promise that you, you keep that magazine based. in the bathroom Vin, I mean, <laughs> Vin. i'm just kidding they're specimens no, they're okay. specimens <laughs> um I'm no not. but yeah uh <laughs> Bryce Harper is These definitely pages not, are sticky. Like, people don't know baseball stars like at all. Dude, Mike Trout. Mike Trout I'll could probably, walk anywhere downtown and nobody I mean, just because I know sports, maybe I'd recognize Mike I Trout. I would not. I watch ba- I've watched baseball for the past few years very, very consistently and keeping track. 
I could not tell you if Mike Trout walked in my door right now. I'd be like, who are you? Dude, <laughs> get out. talk about baseball. Here's something I did. So I was uh, sitting in my uh, man cave watching some uh, YouTube, and uh, I was thinking back to a, a Levitard clip. You know when they went through, like, Greg Cody's old baseball cards? Yes. And they were, like, looking at values and stuff. So uh, I know there's, like, a family friend of mine. He has, like, some crazy expensive baseball cards. Like, he was bragging about it. I have a couple boxes from the 90s, like complete sets. So I have like two boxes that have like 10,000 baseball cards, but I think those were like bought in bulk and they were put there because they know there's none of really value in there, but they were bought 20 years ago. So maybe some of those that didn't have value then, You could, but I don't even, I don't even know if I kept those in the move, but I did keep the two complete sets from like, I think it was 1991. And then I had a 1992 complete set, but they were, the plastic was off, so you can go through them. And uh, I went and looked up each one was like a top deck or an upper deck. I don't know baseball cards. Like I don't that know either. baseball cards. And then uh, the other one was this you. other company, but I looked up the top cards in each deck, and uh, I went through one completely. It's like a long tube like this. So yeah. just imagine every player in the league in the league for, for that, that year that yeah. had a baseball card, and. Uh, I went through and separated like the top like fifty that were noticeable. But dude, like the King Griffey Jr. rookie card in there is like worth fifty bucks. The uh uh I mean there's some big time players in there, like Sammy Sosa's in there, like really? he's a young man. Uh oh. Barry Bonds is on you the may Pirates. Have a in couple there. in there that Mark are... McGuire in there, uh Deion Sanders for the Braves is a valuable card that's well, in there. And it's the it's not really like the price wise, it's really just the relevancy oh, yeah. of like I mean, you you're not trying to get like a hundred thousand off something you sell no no now for like a hundred bucks those cards are now Man. just cool to put on display or like keep in the man cave but now they're just not in the box maybe those go in like you know in the a in sealed a thing or binder or like a little i don't know picture frame who knows it's just that's cool it's cool those like are some that. big names and i was I, like yeah i'd never bought any baseball cards no I, at least i don't think we have any baseball these cards are like given to me by family. like uncles maybe and stuff. my grandpa has some at my grandma's house somewhere up in the attic and like if he does those would probably be some like 80s and 70s or something i don't know dude my family but, friend has a babe roof autograph ball what <laughs> dear lord where did he get that they're, they're maybe not as like you know infrequent as you think but i mean, I mean that's, that's just like cool 100 years old at this point i mean that's cool to have it's i've been to babe roof's childhood home in baltimore really? yeah oh, that's right he had a little like two-story like like on the corner of like a it's it's in this downtown kind of yeah sort it, of like in city yeah it's in the I city remember, yeah i remember them seeing it on like the dock it had like his something. bat his glove i mean it was kind of cool kind of cool a little That's baseball cool. trip went and saw the orioles play camden yards is that right what year oh that. fuck it was back in like oh dude seven oh, uh, probably earlier than that dude okay. i was i was young a, man was a wee lad with a foam wee finger with a foam finger <laughs> they, greatest they, time of your life they did give like. they did get five runs in the seventh inning and uh they beat the diamondbacks though so it was pretty nice go orioles that's my uh it's my American League team. Original team. That is my American League team. Very cool. For sure. Excellent, excellent. And they're horrible. Well, Cal, Cal yeah. Ripken, though. Baseball. He, he <laughs> postseason. Baseball and NASCAR, dude. Did Guardians win yesterday? I think the Guardians. Name a Guardians player. I don't know anybody I on this. Area. Yet again. Dude, the does Terry they... Francona coach them still, or am I crazy? I don't know. I'm you just up. hit me with they, a baseball there's, coach There's not even name. coaches. There's managers. They're managed. See, I'm not ready for that. Um, what I'm ready for is the college football discussion because we've had two 
just wild weeks of college football, I feel like. Um, just great games overall. LSU, Tennessee last week was a big blow. He's been there since 2012. Oh. Well, Terry Francona, former. Terry Francona. the former Red Sox guy. Zach got that in the back pocket for you, Terry Francona. Dude, Terry Francona's a big, big, big deal. That's why they're in the playoffs. For, no, probably the players combination. <laughs> Perhaps the players <laughs> that hit the home runs and whatnot. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so we're doing college football? I mean, if you want, I don't care. I mean, dude, but I'm just. College football has been wild, man. I'm just Insanity. It's been good. We had we probably did a little too much pre, pre-pod discussion of the college football. Maybe, but same time, we got it's it. It's fine. We'll um, hit, hit the high points, hit the high low points. points. Low, oh, my gosh. There were, there were high points and low points all across the world. Um, if you go back two weeks ago, one thing, the big thing I wanted to talk about from a few weeks ago, the, the, the coaches that all have been fired, we were in week six, halfway oh, through the oh year. Oh, crap. Uh, who all has been fired, college-wise? Yeah. So, halfway through the year, I got you Scott Frost, Nebraska. Oh, yeah, that was the that was the first. Uh, Herm Edwards. Yeah, he was the Arizona second. Arizona State. Yeah. Jeff Collins. Who's that? Georgia Tech. Oh, who cares? Paul, Paul Christ. I heard fired. I, I heard Deion Sanders of Georgia Tech. That could be a potential. I mean, that's a very it's that's like a very like just a fitting area I think for him. Deion Sanders definitely could like recruit well there. I feel like um, Paul Chris at Wisconsin, Carl Dorrell from Colorado, who actually just this past week after firing the head coach got the first win of the season, which most of these teams the week after firing their head coach. Got a bounce and a win for for the the interim. Yeah, they're just hustling. It's it's quite funny. It's very very intriguing. But that what I wanted to talk about, Zach. My question for you: Who do you think is the next head coach going? Somebody else is getting fired in college football this year. We're at the point where apparently you can be fired after two mm. weeks of college football. You can be fired mm. after three weeks. So you definitely could be fired after seven or eight weeks. Who's coming next? Um. <clears throat> I mean, way to put me on the spot like what? that. I'm trying to think of teams that are underperforming hard underperforming right now. Underperforming teams. I I, have. But you're not going to fire first-year Cristobal, so Miami's no, fine. No, Miami's fine. I think all the first-year head coaches, very fine. They're, and, like, there's... there's it's a You're not going to fire Jimbo. You're not going to fire... Um, man, who else is bad? I got I got two coaches, and these are the two that just scream out to me. Scream. Louisville and Scott Satterfield, three years in, he's twenty and twenty-two, and they are terrible. They're awful this year. Louisville's not good. I'm pretty sure they have like two, maybe three wins. Um, you know, five hundred at best. So Scott Satterfield, I think, very easily could be fired at any point. Eli Drinkwitz at Missouri, who's Drinkwitz. also three, two years in, thirteen and sixteen. And they just do not. They do not look like a good team. I guess both those teams did fall off, but yeah, like even yeah after they because previous to uh, Eli Drinkwitz, you had Barry Odom there, and Barry Odom had Missouri a lot more of a competitive team. I felt like on a consistent basis. But I feel like some of these the traditional powers are like coming back a little bit. You know, like getting a little better. Like in terms of the ACC, like. Florida State's a little better. Under Mike Norvell, it's NC a lot State's better. a little better. North Carolina, matter of fact, a little better. I mean, Pittsburgh's been good the last couple of years. That's where like Louisville was up there. Yeah. And then if you look at um, who's the second guy? Eli Drinkwitz with Missouri. Missouri, kind of the same thing. Like Florida's a little better. Tennessee's back. <laughs> like you're you're 
where Missouri was just easing their way up above these, you know, dumpster fires, maybe not, not so much anymore. anymore. I mean, it's just exactly. not as easy anymore. That's very. That's a good point. That's a good point. I also wondered seeing the Paul yeah. Chris get fired in Wisconsin. Just that sort of indicates. Where's Urban Meyer going, dude? Oh Where's God. our Urban Tracker? <laughs> Urban better not be going anywhere. But at the same time, somebody's going to hire Urban. But Wisconsin, uh, Paul Chris getting fired made me think Iowa, terrible, god awful team, god awful offense. Kirk Ferentz absolutely enjoys. Is not that where the Field them. of Dreams is, Iowa? Yes, maybe. 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 I don't. <laughs> I, I, don't. You could have said yes that confidently, and I believe you for well, <laughs> well, you know, you don't want to just full on live out. I don't know. It's cornfield. Um, there are cornfields in Iowa for sure. Maybe it's Nebraska, the Corn Huskers. Who knows? Omaha. Omaha. That's yep. where the College World Series is. That's so. I think actually more baseball. Think, <laughs> um, that's that's just where baseball is. Yeah, that's absolutely. Omaha is where baseball is. Um, but yeah, college football two weeks ago was really intriguing just to me as far as that with all the teams. Firing coaches, getting wins. Who's going to be the next team that wants to fire their coach? Might be Nick Saban. Because but, speaking of Omaha, dude, Nick Saban, well, Tennessee, Tennessee, and Rocky Tops, the able to win at LSU two weeks ago, set up for the biggest game in Neyland Stadium in literally like two, three decades, probably. And Tennessee, it's pretty cool six, looking area, beats number three Alabama. Was it? 52 to 49 with a with a duck like absolute duck of So a we kick were we were watching live. Did he get tipped? It looked like he may have got tipped and dude it barely got over and the the storming of the field happened so fast there was video on the internet afterwards the refs that called the field goal good threw their hands up for a full two seconds and immediately ran off that field to get away from the crowd. They awesome. were terrified. Awesome. So pandemonium in Tennessee. They ripped down the goalposts. I'm pretty sure they were in the stadium for like two hours afterwards, just like trying to get out, pouring out. They took the goalposts with them, threw them into the river. <laughs> so now the river has eaten those and they will refer that wind will forever rest at the bottom of the uh, of the Tennessee River. It's so, awesome. I would never th- I would never think to try to tear the goalpost down, but it's totally a thing. It's one of those things I feel like once the crowd is out there, once there's people climbing on the goalpost and it starts swaying a bit, you're like, all right, it's just sort of coming down. There's not an option here. Heads up, guys. I remember being a young Clemson fan. We did it against South Carolina. We did it against uh, Florida State when they are really good. Man. And then we we were one of the I think we were one of the early teams to adopt the uh, collapsible drop down. Most teams have those. Post. You actually, I so said, this is kind of a this kind of big deal for Clemson too because people you know you'll see it on ESPN after like Clemson beats like an ACC opponent we storm the field and they're like trying to you know give us crap for like storming the field and we're like we literally do it every single game so that's why we have the retractable goalpost. It was a whole thing where they like made us wait. After the end of the game, for it to hit the ground, then they open the gates because well, we were well. Clemson's kind of like Tennessee. As soon as the game's over, we expect to run on the field. Well, so. Tennessee definitely stormed the field just because they had not beaten Bam fifteen years. Fifteen years, twenty-eight games against top twenty-five opponents that they had lost straight. Yeah, Tennessee's like, awful. This is out of was, nowhere. It that was like. one of the most Josh Heupel. I, I was talking to you, and I said, "Well, you asked me before, is this like an NIL thing, like transfer portal thing?" 
it 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 definitely is because like you take Hendon Hooker, who was at Virginia Tech, I do believe prior he was a Hokie uh, prior to this a little alliteration there. Hendon Hooker for the Hokies came on in. Without him, this Tennessee team definitely pro- doesn't win that game because like he made the last like three plays, huge huge passes downfield, pressure in his face to set up game winning field goal with like literally did it with like twenty one seconds left on the clock like. He they they executed they had two timeouts but executed really well played fantastic. Um, Jalen Hyatt I do believe is his name was the receiver two hundred seven yards six receptions five touchdowns nearly went for a touchdown every time he touched the ball insane. Bryce Young in Tennessee in Alabama it's not that they looked bad it's that seventeen penalties on the road couldn't get things just like you know together muffed a punt when's the last time you saw an alabama team muffing punts they don't do that muffin punts they muffed a punt on a miscommunication where like jameer gibbs Dime. didn't like really try to catch the ball he just ran away from it somebody i guess the other teammate thought it touched him so he picks the ball up becomes a live ball in tennessee recovers so oh like my gosh you know a lot of mistakes out of alabama and this is something we were talking about after the texas game with alabama they're they definitely were not un, like you know unbeatable. Like they were, they were. There were some flaws, and on the road definitely was the problem for. I think if this is at Alabama, you probably see Alabama win. But uh, overall, great game, Tennessee, fantastic. I do think though, this is somewhat of the Josh Heupel thing too at the Tennessee head coach. I just can't believe Tennessee actually won, dude. He has great offensive schemes. He's playing. Look this month. This is it. That, I mean, that's just an absolute disaster play by an Alabama team. You've Both of them. It. Both of them look like idiots. Like you don't see. Him. And Nick Saban loses his mind afterwards. <laughs> Losing his mind. What the fuck are you um, doing? I so, love it, dude. So, yeah, it's it's one of those things. But I do think Josh Heupel also, Cedric nice. Tillman, some of these receivers and, like, the players that he's, like, starting now, these were players under Jeremy Pruitt that he wasn't willing to play. These are players that with previous regimes would not have played because, you know, they're not the older guys and stuff. Josh, he, This was also just a good old-fashioned shootout. Shootout, dude. SEC shootout, Tennessee, no defense. Tennessee's defense does not look like a great defense right now. Like if you, as a dogs fan, we have to host Tennessee in a couple weeks. That's scary, but at the same time, I at least take comfort in knowing their defense can give up some points. And it's just like they gave up points to Florida. Well, Hendon Hooker's a good quarterback. The guy who beats Bama is usually a mobile quarterback that can throw the field, but also run it a little bit. You know, Johnny Manziel, Deshaun Watson. Those are the prime two examples. That's exactly the I mean, dude. I was thinking. And the thing is, is like even when Deshaun beat Bama, it was like forty-five to foryone or whatever. I mean, it's high scoring field, games. You do days. have to outduel them a little well, bit. Well, it was always just field days against them. Even like like you know, that Nick Saban has definitely those two players, Johnny Manziel and Deshaun, had multiple games that were field days against Alabama defenses that you never. Yeah, see. like five hundred yards. So, so yeah, that's that. That was a that was definitely the biggest game. But that's not the only unranked, you know, un, uh, unbeaten teams playing this past week. Uh, two weeks ago, Kansas beat TCU. Both unbeaten. TCU remain beaten to go on and host Oklahoma State, who were who was unbeaten. Goes into double overtime. Oklahoma State, I think, was down like seventeen points in the first half at one point. 
came back, won 43-40. to uh, USC goes down as an unbeaten team to a two-loss Utah team in uh, Stillwater. Because, and, and they win it. Utah wins it by going for two. They could have taken it overtime. Utah said, hell no. Give me Cam Rising, a rushing touch touchdown for two or rushing two points see I, I was so close awesome. on getting the usc loss but uh one week early um, on the prediction there for some reason i just don't think i like lincoln riley don't know why and i think going to usc just solidifies that you want to you want to know why i don't like or lincoln like like lincoln riley uh after the game post post game press conference lincoln riley literally goes Oh yeah, man. You know it's so tough when the refs decide games, pretty much. And I'm like, dude, right, dude, nice, dude. Nice. Nobody wants that. Get out of here. With that nice. nobody wants to hear it. That's ridiculous. Nice. Um. So yeah, TCU remains undefeated. Uh, the dogs beat Vandy 55-0. Nothing there. South Carolina was on a bye week this week after last week. Massive win last week against Kentucky at Big Blue. Um. 24, I think, to 13 was the final. Beamer ball to, you know, took had a couple defensive touchdowns, blocked field goals, I think. So South Carolina. What does Beamer him. ball mean? It's it's the it's the defense. It's the same premise as with uh you know Frank Beamer at Virginia Tech. The idea good you're defensive playing, backs. good defensive backs. So you're going to have a lot of you defensive touchdowns, special team plays that result in touchdowns, blocked field goals, blocked punts, all sorts of stuff like that. You know, winning the game. By doing the gritty thing. I was at Virginia Tech's first trip to Clemson in the ACC, mm-hmm. and uh, first play of the game was a pick six. So, yeah, that's being ball. <laughs> so, but yeah, South Carolina beat a ranked Kentucky team, first ranked win for Shane Beamer. And I said something that I think that was a massive win for them as just far as like the, the, the rest of the season. They had like, you know, had. Uh, two really bad losses to Arkansas and Georgia, and then they had two cupcake games, scored 50 points on them, and then they go to Kentucky, get a gritty win out there against a team you don't typically beat, and now you're going to the back half of the season, and hopefully you know, you're know, you going to A&M this week, or you host A&M this week. Hopefully you can finally beat A&M. That's a team you'll struggle with a lot, but A&M, you know, not really the best team out there. So, you know, hopefully you can... Hopefully you can get a win there. I think Shane Beamer, that was a very big win for the program as far as the rest of the season, too. Um, so shout out South Carolina fans. Uh, I know you all were excited about that. Clemson, fantastic back-to-back weeks. Uh, two road wins, one in one up north, one down south in Florida, uh, Florida State. So DJ's looking really good. We were talking about his uh, potential. Yeah, the scoreboard didn't really tell the story. Clemson kind of whooped up on Florida State. And then there was a little garbage time. That's, I didn't back see there. the back half of the game, and I heard that there was some like you know that I guess they Florida scored two State, touchdowns in like the last five minutes or something like that. Seven minutes. Defense not really playing. Oh, we guess. mailed it in. We were we were whooping <laughs> mailed them. it in. He we said. were up twenty, dude. We didn't care. Yawned about it. So that's fine. One touchdown. It was scary though. They, Florida State was one hundred percent scary to start the game though. One hundred percent scary. I think Florida State four and two. They're team. headed in the right direction. That's going to be team in the next few years. Y'all are going to have Where to are you on a realistic a mascots? Because Florida State runs out the spotted horse uh, guy dressed up as like the Native American King Asiola. 
and he's flaming spear, spear. into I'm all, I'm cool that's fine and all maybe, pretty sick maybe we don't sick. maybe we don't catch the spear on fire because what if one time did, did, he doesn't nail it down and it just falls over now you have a fire hazard just saying maybe we keep that spear nice and not on fire um no I'm out also I, I like the, the end fire. of the Tennessee game I saw I keep seeing that photo the Tennessee shooting the fireworks off like at quick glance i was scrolling my phone and quick glance it looked like to me the top of the stadium had caught on fire from the fireworks and i was like oh my god they're gonna burn down no, the stadium they had like a full, they had a full circle of orange fireworks ready like, to go. It, it was like i was like it looked like a fire i was like oh my gosh somebody get the fire department now speaking of realistic mascots hadn't the boomer sooner didn't that wagon fall over again this year boomer sooner falls over at least once a year it's very classic the smu horse they run across the field to start the game shit just on the field all over the field <laughs> Then they made one of the trainers or whatever go out there with Powerade cups and I saw scoop that. it up. All he I had to like, use was Powerade cups. I was like, dude, you have a horse. There is a poop scooper somewhere. Like, guys, I work in an animal hospital. Like, they literally have things that are built for that. Poop bags. Poop, not even poop bags. It's literally like it's a it's like a pan with a stick on it that you hold, so oh, you don't have to hold the pan. I'm and talking another like little. I'm talking like, about thing. preventative. Bop, bop, like, bop. where's the horse diaper at? <laughs> maybe we let the horse poop before he gets on the field. Maybe it's not that important to run a horse across out. the field Go for walk a him around outside before you team. run him. I'm just saying, that was a bad mistake yeah. on the horse people. The ref walked over. He was like, guys, y'all gotta get the poop off the field. That's, <laughs> That's hilarious. So, yeah, live mascots, I'm cool with it and whatnot, but, you know, I'm also a guy that has what about war a eagle? dog laying on a... War Eagle doesn't count because you have too many mascots. You just have a bulldog laying on bags of ice, right? We have a bulldog that lays on bags of ice in an air-conditioned unit house while everybody else suffers in Georgia heat. Go dogs. <laughs> Football. Football. But in the it is funny, though. War Eagle, I'm like, you know, I don't like that one just because. We talked about this. You're, you're a tiger, so now you're just like having a random bird fly around is what it is you might as well call them the auburn zoos it's just all well, just all term. the animals zoos <laughs> hit me with the joke one more time see if it lands the auburn zoos it's hard to say it's making me doubt the word zoo <laughs> i don't know if i'm saying zoo right um so yeah but it's college football has been excellent the past few weeks uh i think zach well yeah, i did want to actually talk one more thing Playoff teams? Playoffs. Playoffs. I think we are now at the point where we can definitely maybe be speculating about potential playoff teams. There's a lot of scenarios that could play out, but we were talking about it. Clearly, if Clemson takes care of business, business, business they're going to be in. If the dogs went out, they're in. But now with Tennessee beating Bama, Bama has one loss. Let's say the dogs beat Tennessee. Tennessee gets one loss. Tennessee sitting at home for the SEC championship. Bama, Georgia, SEC championship. Georgia loses. Now you have three 11 and 1 teams in the SEC with one of them SEC champion. You have an undefeated Clemson. TCU maybe goes undefeated, or TCU loses a game here. And now you have a bunch of 11 1 Big 12 teams competing for a Big 12 championship. Uh, Pac 12 could have an undefeated UCLA. Most likely UCLA loses. Now we have an 11 and 1 Pac 12 champion, 12 and 1 Pac 12 champion with UCLA, USC. There's a lot of situations playing out. Uh, I think the Big Ten's pretty much decided there as far as 
it's Ohio State and Michigan, you know, whichever one wins. Michigan dominated Penn State. Penn State looked like child's football in the second half, got ran over. Uh, I think they ran for like 400 yards total. Yeah, it was Michigan. like 419 419, or something like that. Orum, uh, Corum, the running back, they're, they're starting running back, Michigan starting running back. Definitely, if he continues on the path he's on right now and they keep winning, you could be looking at him for a Heisman candidacy potentially. We talked about DJ, um, Hendon Hooker, obviously. I think Max D- uh, Duggan at uh, TCU, if they went out, is a good one. Um, there's a lot of really good good uh, quarterbacks playing right now, and uh, you know, Orum, Corum for the for the Wolverines. But Zach, college football, anything else? Ooh, lock of the weeks, lock of the weeks. Daniel didn't get to put it out there, put it on Twitter. LSU was lock of the week, beat Florida in the swamp. Florida was two and a half point favorite, took them outright. Way to go, Tigers! Way to go, Brian Kelly! Get the boys back to winning. Um. This week's lock of the week, I haven't looked at it. I'll tweet it out because you know we'll we'll make that decision a little closer to the game times. But uh, well, mine's Kurt, always Clemson. Cle- Zach taking the Tigers. so Clemson's going to beat Syracuse. Syracuse Clemson undefeated matchup here. Uh, I think that's going to be a big blowout. Personally, I don't think Syracuse is a really great undefeated team. Personally, how like, dare you? They, dude, the big orange, the big orange. Like, and like you know, Sean uh, Sean Tucker is a good running. He's a good runner, but and uh, Schrader, I think, is the quarterback right now. Transferred in, they've been playing well, but overall, man, they're about Dino to, knows what's going on. We were talking about this. Dino's press conference after the game. He's talking about they're bowl eligible, so he's already mailing in the rest of the season. He's like, guys, we got the bowl win, we got a bowl game. That's what mattered. We've succeeded. He knows what they're running into next week. But also, it was hilarious. He kept talking about the 12th man of the Carrier Dome. And uh, it was like 100 people that stormed the field that were on the field. I just kept comparing it to the Tennessee scene. And I was like, what a 12th man. <laughs> just Everybody's great. watching baseball up there in New York. Everybody loves the baseball. Go Yankees and your softball And NASCAR. <laughs> um, NFL, Zach? Do we... In- uh, McCaffrey's on the block, dude. Uh, Trade block? Yeah, Carolina's fielding offers for old Christian McCaffrey. It's Carolina time, time is not hit. good. They fire Matt Rule. It's time to hit a board mission. Lane Matt Kiffin. Rule. Come on down, Lane Kiffin. Matt Rule headed right back to college football, by the way. He is going right Go back. Coach Wisconsin. Although he could also just sit there and take like a million dollars of paycheck every year that he's going to be getting for the next four years or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I really want Lane Kiffin to Carolina. I think Lane Kiffin's going to be at Ole Miss for a while. I don't know who Carolina's going to go higher, but uh, it's yeah, Carolina's definitely they're I guess feeling offers. Uh, Sam Darnold and uh, Baker, Baker Mayfield are both injured currently, so uh, down at the third string guy as far as quarterback. Um, this today, uh, yeah, are we going to even? I, I don't. Do we talk about NFL football? Because y'all are not listening to this on Sunday, NFL Football Day. No, we'll check back in. Check back in. Last week, some pretty good games overall. One note, two of playing this week, so two is back. No, I he's not. To, I wanted to ask. He's not. Playing? He's he's eligible to be back, but they're uh, holding him out again. Him out again for okay. the old overcompensation I saw he was play. For play. Yeah, but. but they're gonna they're gonna hold him out for the overcompensation play because if he dies this week, then. <laughs> 
It's uh, not good. I did, want but to if he ask, dies the next week, it's on him. I did want to ask you <laughs> as far as the NFL from last week. Only one team undefeated at this point. It is the Eagles. We talked about the Phillies, Sixers. We don't like them. The Eagles. I don't mind the Eagles. You want to know why? They won a Super Bowl. They have won a Super Bowl. Dougie recently. P. Dougie P. And then they fired their Super Bowl winning uh, coach. For I'm really reason. a Jacksonville so, fan. So, so they, they they really messed up there. I think. And so, like, the Eagles, I don't mind the Eagles, but do you think they're a serious 5-0? and Jalen Hurts, uh, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, the defense looks really good. I want to shout out Jordan Davis, who's been playing fantastic for him in the center, um, you know, backing up Fletcher Cox, who obviously is all pro by himself. But, uh, you know, the Eagles, you think they're serious? You think they're a serious team? You like the Eagles? I mean, here's the thing, man. There's one team is 5-0. and it's got to mean something. I mean, unless they lose their next five, but even then you're still not in a terrible position going into the end of the year. So it's a, you know, they're doing their thing. Fly Eagles fly. Don't they say that? Yeah. Fly Eagles fly. So it's always so, a great day to be an city, Eastside Eagle. city of brotherly love, but they really aren't the nicest people at all on earth. So, but anyways, yeah. So I just was curious. I, I, I like the Eagles, but we're only five games in, so it, like you said, they could be five and five on week ten, and we all be sitting there. Oh, okay. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But Zach, any fantasy updates? Um, Kyle Pitts did not score a touchdown, but he did catch a pass. Oh, did he? They, okay, sweet. So I didn't start him this week, but fantasy team wise in the ESPN league, Zach beat my ass last week. Gave me a good old whooping, put me down to one and four, changed the team names. We are no longer the football team. We are the Moody Blues because it's not looking good. The Aikido goatees in my other league's doing great. So it's Steven Stagall, uh, theme team. They're doing great. Nice. Saquon yeah, my Barkley. League, I'm about Thanks. 500 on the other two of my leagues, so mid midpoint of the table and whatnot. Um, but fantasy, always fun. I enjoy it. What what else is happening in the sports world? Basketball starts this week, actually. Basketball starts this week. That did have down here at the bottom of my paper from last week noted Draymond slash Jordan Poole incident. Do yes. you have any takes as an um, NBA guy? Would 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 you still podcast with me if I just came and punched you in the face, Dan? No, but what? I don't know what like What if you said something about my mom first? That's, I guess, more fair. But seeing like that situation, even that situation, just like we're sitting here in a podcast casually talking. So, like, you just getting up and punching me in the face is like very aggressive out of nowhere. They were in the middle of practice. I don't know what was happening, what was being said, like what had been. I played a full season of basketball and there were just no punches ever. But seeing that's the thing is you hear a lot of people that are like behind the scenes, NBA guys, front office guys have transitioned into media talking about this is normal stuff. Like, this is what happens. But. Man, from the video that I saw, and I understand that the video is always what makes it bad because, like, suddenly you can see what's happening and, like, there's not contact. But, like, dude, he sucker punched the hell out of Jordan Poole because Jordan Poole did not know that oh, was coming. Oh, it's totally a bust-a move. And he, but... I'm pretty sure, it, I don't know if you saw the video, but it looked like Jordan Poole got knocked out. Like, he looked like he went down cold. I mean, yeah, he... Yeah, it was not. That's so, not not very chill, Draymond. So yeah, I I think for me personally, I my thought on it was somebody's got to go, and Jordan pulled. No, they just signed him one hundred forty. So I think Draymond may be gone, man. I don't know if he can stay there. And Draymond stepped and said he's going to step away from the team. Basically, punished himself for it and taking some time away from the team. But like 
I just don't know if Jordan Poole's really going to be, like, down for, like, chilling in the locker room with Draymond and stuff. Like, I don't know how you put on the facade of being good teammates. It's cool. Hopefully they just keep Draymond and Jordan Poole and Steph decides to come to Charlotte and <laughs> then LeBron's like, whoa, I want to go to Charlotte too. And the catalyst then, for Steph to Charlotte was and then Kevin Durant. Dra- Kevin Durant Poole. comes in on the minimum and then LaMelo runs the <laughs> show. KD says, I'll take the men. Yeah, well, well, he has to because he's so, so such a kind man. No, what a he, nice he, guy, Kevin Durant. Well, very, very down to earth. He wants to win a title with Lamelo, so he, that's why he's in Charlotte. And then LeBron <laughs> and Steph just happen to be there. Everybody knows Kevin Durant, the and, most down to earth man on earth. And then, uh, earth here. and then the center is uh, who's who's the center uh, going to be for that? He's, team? He, well, if you're bringing Kevin Durant, that's an automatic DeAndre Jordan. It has to uh, be. I was about to say, do we? He just, has to come with him. It's sort of like a baggage deal. DeAndre Jordan, or do we just get Cody Zeller? No, it's a package deal. DeAndre Jordan comes in. You better keep Cody Zeller because you know DeAndre Jordan can't play a full game. So you need both. Yep. (laughs) But it's fine. You have LeBron, Steph, and KD, so it doesn't matter. And they're all 40 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The last thing we'll talk about, Greenville Triumph, in on the playoffs, uh... Richmond played Richmond, or I guess two weeks ago, played Twer- Tucson? Tucson, I do believe. I can't remember. It was a little while ago. But yeah, played Tucson, I think it was. One, one nil, massive, huge game. Great goal from uh, Labovitz. Uh, really, really beautiful goal, honestly. This past week, played Richmond. Down 1-0, going into like the final 10 minutes, we get a goal to tie it up and get a point out there. And then with a tormental loss and Union losing, we clinch the second place in the league, Richmond first place. Um, so we are on the side of the bracket where we will either play Chattanooga or Union. So we get the first round by, host the second round. Um, really excited to host that playoff game, man. It's going to be awesome. Was, this will be the first time the Triumph actually like get to host a playoff game. Uh, the other only other time we had the chance was canceled due to the COVID with Union and the championship game. So very excited for that. Uh, hopefully the Triumph can get the win. Um, I'm intrigued to see who we get to play. I'm really, you know, I would like it to be Union. I don't mind playing Union again. Like I think we can beat Union for sure. And I think there's yeah. something to be said to like beating. You know, go beat some good teams. I don't mind having any to play team, a good team any day. And but that being said, Chattanooga is also a team that like they're pretty good. Like Chattanooga can score some goals. So like even if we end up playing Chattanooga, like that's going to be a bit of a contest. And but we definitely have Chattanooga's number. Like that's a team that we typically get wins against. We I think we won two out of three, two out of three games, and drew this third game against them this year. So you know, very consistently beating. That Anthony Richard run was ridiculous, bro. Your jaw dropped. I saw it. It was ridiculous. Also, LSU can't tackle. <laughs> Thank yeah, God they dude, got me my lock of the week. Boost Thank God they got me the lock of the week, dude. It was ridiculous. Oh my God. They were trying to not give it to me. They tried not to, but shout out Greenville Triumph. Go Greenville Triumph. Um, sad to see regular season's over. Sad the season's about to be over, but same time, excited for the playoffs. Season's so, come and go, Daniel. Season's come and go. It'll guess be, what? It'll come right back around. It'll be here there's so quick. There's always next there's year. There's always next year. And there's the playoffs, so we got a few more games. So, 
Uh, that's all we got this week. Like Zach said, we'll hit NFL recap next week. We'll be back. Uh, I guess we'll try to get together midweek and record at some point, but maybe it'll be another Sunday morning. This mm-hmm. was nice. All right.